If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, and we're back with a very special guest who you might have seen on Comedy Central, Late Night with Seth Meyers. We've got Holda Hersey, comedian, TV writer, just overall gal about town. How's it going? Yes, I love that. I We're here to talk about reality TV to escape the current reality that we live in with the wildfires so beautiful this is what we're here to do we escapism uh that is literally that i mean it should be the tagline of this podcast and basically yeah. all of my content <laughs> we're just here for some like fun escapism dissociation yeah. just general yes we're here for vibes yeah 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 i love that dissociation that's great (laughs) it's my it's my favorite thing to do um so yeah you're in new york right now so it's looking pretty um pretty mars like smoky yeah yeah i haven't been outside i didn't go outside yesterday but my n95 masks came so i will be going out meeting up with a friend and then coming right back home but it's too insane to be in your house all the time because they're saying this is gonna last for days yeah. It's not like a one, two day thing. It's, it's going to be here for a while. Um, so 
that's not great, you know. And Trudeau's asking Canadians for donations. Did you see that? No, come on, did he? Yeah, he tweeted about it. He was like, um, for every dollar, something that's donated to the Red Cross, the government will match that. And I made a video, I posted it on my Instagram page, and I was like, but that's what tax dollars are for. Like, I paid them so that you can deal with stuff like this. Like, this is, don't ask me for more money. You know what I mean? <laughs> so crazy. No, Or like, give yeah. us an itemized receipt. Like, we're giving you some money. Uh, you know on a yearly basis so let us know like what's happening with that first and then we can like circle back yeah see France I make fun of France a lot because it's incredibly like they really hate Muslims out there uh, and have passed so many laws like banning the hijab but what France does very well is they actually give you like an itemized for your taxes they let you know dollar for dollar where everything went like healthcare, education military so I'm like good for France yeah yeah okay so we've got our wins and we've got our big cons I I think that oh my god I was gonna go on a rant about the separatism that like exists within communities in Europe we're gonna put a cap on that (laughs) before I can even begin because I have a lot of thoughts this finale was very heavy it's kind of rattled me and so I'm just I want to get into it but first what are you up to these days because your comedy is top shelf comedy it's impeccable thank you thank you I appreciate that so um yeah I'm going on the road because there is a writer strike going on right now so we're literally not allowed to work I'm grateful though because I'm also a stand-up comedian so I'm going to be going on the road uh yeah and I'm going to you know get a bunch of dates together the first stop though is Seattle Washington June 25th so if you're in Seattle and you're listening to this Come and see me. It's a 7 p.m. show. Why did I choose a 7 p.m. show on a Sunday? Because I know people have jobs. You know, I used to be a teacher for a long time. People don't want to be out late on a Sunday, you know? So it's going to be a good time. Uh, Click the link. Look at me shamelessly plugging. But anyways, click the link in my bio. No. At Hodo Comedy, okay? Please, Um, please. Yeah, yeah. People people need to break take a break from my thirst and just we need to like start plugging other people's things because I'm I'm starting to feel like those people that like open up their trench coats and they're selling all kinds of like things inside I'm like I'm like we've got this we've got this and now we're just we keep adding things every week so I'm like let's let's step back from that for a minute and hear from someone else no but your offerings are great I'm gonna link all that in the episode description you know what I'm gonna also put some of your some of your clips from your stand-up comedy said so you've done oh that's great yeah, um I appreciate that yeah with just just your buddies like Seth Myers and whatnot so you know oh, casual. Seth is actually genuinely a nice person but yes come see me on the road uh for people that are listening to this right now and if I'm if you want me to come to your city I have like a form that I filled out sorry that I have in my um in my bio if you click the link then you can just like tell me what city you're in and if enough people say hey we're in this city I'm gonna come to the city and do stand-up so yeah please please do that um I am funny Seth Myers thinks I'm funny (laughs) (laughs) and and me I know okay I I saw that forum I know I I wanted to put Montreal but like I don't know if that's like a great city to be going to. Canada. No, that's great. Oh my God. Montreal's so beautiful. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Please put Montreal. Yeah. Oh, I just mean that like to travel in Canada, you have to like promise the sale of like your firstborn child, maybe, or like, you know, it's just very hard to get around and very expensive. But like I I would think that there's a great audience. And I guess there's like just for laughs 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Fill it in if you when you get the chance. Put Montreal. Yeah, and I, I'm almost certain. Like I, I do get a good chunk in Canada. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Fill it out. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't hold back. Fill it out. I want to know where everyone's at. Okay. Okay. You know? Good. So I'm gonna start. Go. I'm gonna start barraging the form. Um, okay. So let's get into this recap. Let's so do it. first, I want to know like who on the cast do you most relate to, and who are you set off by? And like uh, this answer is probably gonna change like on any given day. So like I'll just say in this moment? I think, um, I don't agree with everything Lisa's done, but Lisa being the most quiet one and then occasionally speaking up, uh, I relate to her the most because everyone else was incredibly chaotic. Okay. Like it, it was every, there was so much shouting going on. Um, uh, yeah. And also I loved Lisa's outfit. I mean, Lisa did say a couple, you know, she's, she's at times maybe a little too neutral when she should have been like a little bit harder. Uh, but I think actually in this, in part three, I felt like she was a bit more, um, a bit harder on him, especially when all that stuff came to light about the death of the dog and the yeah. weird having conversations with Ariana about her sex life and so and then she like turned and was like what are you guys doing you know but um yeah I just think it's yeah everyone was there was so much screaming it was crazy yeah yeah. oh my god I love this for you this like Lisa kinship I also think that like when we're talking about like who we relate to on Vanderpump Rules like there is like our innermost kind of like shadow side there's like the part of us that we haven't integrated yet and I think that like the different people on Vanderpump Rules like speak to those sides so like it's not necessarily like like I always say that I relate to Sheena not in a way that I'm like yes I'm so proud of this and this is the parts of me that are like the most (laughs) the most evolved but like really if I'm being realistic about the the thirstiness the tryhardness all that stuff like I yeah that's that's where I fall but like also I think that, yeah, people will get triggered. I mean, aside from the Scandival, Sandoval of it all, like people get triggered yeah. by the people that they are seeing the most of themselves in, like perhaps without realizing. There's a lot. Yeah. there There's a lot of layers there when everyone is kind of like the bad guy on the show, basically. I do kind of relate now that you brought it up. I do relate to how emotional Sheena is. Like she cries so much. Um, but I yeah. think if yeah, I very, was very at that reunion, I probably wouldn't have spoken. I wouldn't have said as much just because it's it was just so chaotic. So that's why I said Lisa because she was the quietest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Katie was pretty quiet too. I want to actually get into the the things that they said Let's and talk this out. Yeah, yeah. First, we start off with Andy saying Sheena's 100 yards away in her trailer. And, like, I love just, like, her with her, like, gripping her white claw and, like, her 100-yard stare. Just, like, (laughs) okay, I love how, like, before we get into everything, we first have to talk about Nicolaine and Elaine Designs. And I'm like, Lisa, did you, like, work this into the contract? Wait, what what did she do? Say that again? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Elaine. Yeah, she keeps mentioning the lights and, like, the decor. She's like, oh, I have to plug my restaurant and, you know, all the... Yeah, yeah. She really does that a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, Lisa, shut the fuck up about, like, (laughs) Vanderpump. Like, I think that's what first set me off and then it just, like, set me up to be 
against her for the episode but i was like we we're not talking about vanderpump vegas right now and i love it she's like the designs and like now with more clocks <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, now with more clocks <laughs> i don't i mean okay she didn't in my mind that's what she said like no one loves nicolene's designs more than lisa or even like yeah, i don't think it. anyone else is like yes romantic industrial thousands of clocks like my dream you yeah. know but she <laughs> she leans in but I also thought, like, to me, what I saw, the way I viewed that was I was like, oh, this is a reminder that this show is very much like a platform for her to uh, sell her shit to us. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is why the show exists. It's because she needs to push that product and she's hustling. She's like, I got to gotta pay for those swans and the, the mansion that I live in, Villa Rosa. Yeah, hanky and pinky for sure. I'm sure that swan food, go. like, doesn't come cheap. <laughs> so um then Andy goes on to talk about um the sisterhood in Lake Havasu but how it was actually it actually took a turn and I'm like they're just I mean he's just setting them up for Lala to start yelling because there was never really any sisterhood it was like yeah kind of the popular mean girls and Raquel on a very misplaced trip and at this point like if we hadn't known about Scandival like we would have been on Raquel's side um but she says like, that's yeah, actually a great pass- word misplaced is a really great word oh that's what thank you like. yeah, yeah well it, i mean because it's just it's one of those things like she's saying like oh they bashed me at this dinner and lala and kate are like we didn't bash you we were just talking about what you said i'm like let's kate i i understand rachel's enemy number one but we can at least let's it, what's wrong with admitting that they were being snarky to her on that trip i think that's also okay what's say. going on with this uh sorry to interrupt what's going on with this rachel business no one wants to call her raquel anymore i think everyone's just so mad they're like fuck you and your nickname yeah i guess well i was kind of going back and forth but then uh i mean i queen ariana declared at this reunion that people that are not her friend call her Rachel. I'm like, all right, I'm just listening to orders here. Okay, Rachel, Rick- I, like I kind of use them interchangeably at this point. There you go. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Raquel said that she was being selfish and all of this. Now, Ariana goes off on her in like the clip that we've seen like a million times in the in oh. the trailer about how she's subhuman, just like cutting... And Raquel says, no, my actions were actually very human. <laughs> oh, yeah. She shouldn't have said that. Oh, my God, bitch. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, girl, what are you doing? Your job at this reunion is to just be super apologetic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, neither of them got the memo. Like, neither her nor Tom got that memo. Like, neither of them came with any sort of, like, humility or particularly any emotion. Yeah. The t-shirt comment. I mean, we'll discuss it later, but the t-shirt comment, oh girl. I, I know. I know. I actually, this this is a bad, like, I'm in, like, major, just, like, end of week, like, tiredness PMS. And, like, this, it not even, like, in a fun way. Like, I actually, it actually really shook me and made me very sad yeah. and upset going to sleep. Um, no, but it went, okay, when... When she said that about how, like, she is being human, I was like, what does she mean? Because I guess technically any behavior that humans do is human behavior. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> you're, like... Yeah. For, Ra- 
in terms of Rachel, like she's freaking us all out. Like, it, yeah, on a technicality, sure, it's human, but like it doesn't. It's it's uncanny valley at, at the very least. I what I got from that was she was just saying like human beings make mistakes, and I, I what I got from really what I got was her saying, "Oh, was asking for compassion, just like." Hey, I'm human. I'm flawed. I make mistakes. Um, it wasn't the it definitely was not the time or place for that. Yeah, yeah. No one's trying to humanize your actions at this point because uh, it's way too fresh. Way and so many details are coming out. Like it's it's too. Yeah, it, it, I feel like she should have instead of planning and plotting with Tom, she should have reached out to like a PR crisis team taken some of those Vanderpump checks and just hired like a PR crisis team to help her through this and like coach her through uh, the reunion because Tom obviously doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? Well, apparently she did have a a PR crisis team and she like hired and fired a few and kept, I don't know. But I think, I think no matter what anyone else was telling her, it seems like at this time, like what Tom is saying in her ear takes precedence like it really seems yeah. it seems like I mean she's kind of like wrapped around his finger like she just and she says it later you know in the final interview where she said like yes. he's all I have so I have to be loyal to him and I I go back and forth between like okay she's being completely manipulated to then being like well that kind of that am I gonna completely discredit her and say oh well she she's just so innocent like you know, I and oh, she's young. I'm like, well, she's 28. That's not that. It's not that young. It's not. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely playing a role in all of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, the last interview was really telling, um, and it also kind of gave kind of cult vibes. Or she's just like sort of listening to what he wants. I also feel sorry for Raquel on some level. Um, just because she just seems like an empty vessel. Like she probably just wasn't taught from an early age to like develop her own personality and her own interests and like dig deep and figure out who she is as a person. This to me seems like a girl that was taught to maybe like overvalue her looks and her femininity and just very superficial things. And I'm like, oh, cause she gave me kind of like high school, like teenager vibes. Like yes. when girls just kind of, that's, you know, that's what I got from hearing her talk yes or even like later on when she was talking about okay i'm like really jumping around here but when she was talking about like wanting to be a thruple like oh with i was like i was like have i ever had that level of delusion i was thinking i was thinking of like elementary school when i i used to like when i was seven or eight i would like lie to my friends and tell them i had like 10 boyfriends and that i just like you know they're like <laughs> like every time i like go on a trip i like make a new boyfriend we all stay in touch i'm like that same like mentality i feel like is is her in her little fantasy but yeah it is it is very arrested development like i do think she has a lot of unresolved adoption trauma she was adopted yeah she was adopted and that is not and like okay i'm saying all this with the caveat that like yeah we all have trauma like you can't just do whatever the fuck you want because you have trauma but we can look at it as a factor in this big mess like she has adoption trauma and then the family that did take her on, her her aunt and now her, her adoptive parents, from the sounds of what Sheena and Ariana have said, in terms of like, oh, she has no other family to support her. It sounds like they weren't super close anyhow. So yeah, seems like there's a lot to 
like work out there um and yeah she does seem very empty yeah it would be very unhealthy to be like every woman is a competitor and the prettiest wins go truly yeah 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 Yeah. Raquel girl I don't know I don't know yeah I just feel like she's gotta like she's an empty vessel she's gotta figure out who she is I never got that from her I never understood like she never spoke to me as like a multifaceted human being. I was like, I don't even know who she is. She's just nice and quiet, but like, that's not really like a person. Like, that's not really who you are. Like, no, do you know what I mean? No, I, I don't, I don't think she knows who she is either. And the part, the part where I start to feel bad for her is where I think about like the end game of all of this, like the whole angry mob going after them it's been going and going since March and it's really not slowing down. And I'm like, I've said this before on the podcast, but like, what is the end game? Like at this point, we actually are, this is like a little grim, but like I would be worried about their, her safety, like just from herself, like, you know, and, and like, God forbid if anything like that were to happen, like she knows people would be, some people would be celebrating. And I'm like, this is really, yeah this this at a certain point she she did not start a war she did not i don't know she didn't like dump an oil spill into the ocean like there's certain moments where i'm like i don't know i don't know if people are gonna get mad at me for being this apologist but like yeah i'm mad too about this but okay now what (laughs) you know yeah it's i i did have that thought i was like oh i wonder how her what her mental health is like do you know what I mean? And yeah. I mean, God forbid, I don't want her to like hurt herself, but there's a part of me that wouldn't be shocked just because it's so like, the amount of scrutiny and like Ariana is, is having this career high, right? So she, I just saw on Instagram today that she was on the cover of Glamour magazine. Yeah. What is she going to be on the cover of Glamour? She'll be talking about some product that she's launching, but then also the betrayal. So every time Ariana does something, it's like people will be asking her about Raquel and Tom so it'll just keep kind of fueling this fire yeah so I don't know I I think there's like I mean maybe not do engage in cyberbullying it's like I think she has to live with the guilt of what she's done I think that's enough I don't think people online need to be like sending her death threats and things it's like she knows she she fucked up you know what I mean yeah yeah she she knows and like also the message has been (laughs) given loud and clear and she reaps she's reaping what she sows but also i don't know um actually a listener sent in a photo of that that she herself took of tom sandoval he was on tour in her town and he was there with security guards and so i'm like man those are cheap and like uh, he wouldn't take them on for no reason i know he's copying on instagram every other day being like sold out show life's great but no one's buying that yeah wow i didn't know well it makes sense that he has bodyguards i think he definitely Definitely needs it. And she needs it too. So I think she went back to Arizona, right? Didn't she? Yeah. When Andy was like, where have you been staying since then? I, if I was yeah. Raquel, I wouldn't even want to say what state I was in. You know, I wouldn't even. This is true. Like, this is true. I was like, Andy, like, let's not get too specific here because I just, I don't know. I feel like people are looking for that information and drama fans are uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, like me included, you know, but I'm like, 
I would. Yeah, you're not cyberbullying. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I'm very obsessed and very involved, but like there are certain people on the fringe where I'm like, are you going to show up at her sister's house or whatever? You know, like I. So Sandoval's trying to talk, and this is where kind of what you mentioned earlier, like the yelling starts from Lala and James. And like, I, yeah, it was very, it was all very grating and it it really stressed me out. Yeah, it did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also like, you know, he had some great lines with the worm with a mustache and there's a turd talking. And then this, this last part, I was like, huh. When he was like poo poo head, I was like, oh, it's okay. I don't know. It, it just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was entertaining a little bit. He was annoying, but he was a bit entertaining. And now I'm like, oh, he just straight up became annoying. Yeah, like the first um, half of the reunion, he was going for a lot of coke breaks in the bathroom, and like the second half, not so much. Wait, is it coke? I well, okay. Allegedly, he was going. He had to go pee a lot, and I'm just. This is my truth that I allegedly maybe think that there was um, some Coca-Cola involved okay. in the bath. But, like, he just kept going. He kept he'd be like, I get stressed. And when I get stressed, I have to pee. And I'm like, I have a small bladder, too. But, like, not every 20 minutes and not coming out, like, whoo, just, like, ready yeah. to go. And then the second half, like, he wasn't. I mean, he really was going for – he was storming off for so many – bathroom breaks not like going to we we've seen the girls go to their dressing room a lot and like touch up their makeup when they're crying and hyperventilate just things like that we've seen a lot of reunion moments like that but him beeline for the bathroom every 20 minutes i'm like i don't know oh so you think something's up okay gotcha yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the way the way that he was acting like i was just watching his body language and just his general demeanor and yes everyone was very amped up but his was like a little more like you know in okay hand. all right that's my theory James might have might have been allegedly possibly we don't know on drugs <laughs> during the reunion yeah remember like like when he <laughs> when he said that he screamed at, at max in a restaurant like lisa's son and called him like a fat cunt or something fat. and he's like he's like it's because yeah, yeah. i was taking a pre-workout pill and i was like or mm, or pre-workout supplement like i don't know there's just a lot we know that this cast likes to party and I just yeah. wouldn't he just he he gives me such young Jack's energy. Okay. Including the ego, the substance abuse, everything that's in the same way. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no, yeah, I, I can see why you think that. I also think he's just straight up annoying, like even when he's sober. Oh, yeah. Well, he yes, yeah, yeah. He he's always like. But the on twenty fire. bathroom break. Now that you're saying it, I'm like, oh, you might be onto something. The first the first episode, he just kept storming off, and then they, at one point they even asked him. He's like, it's because I get angry, and then I get stressed, and then I have to pee every five minutes. And I'm like, I'm sure, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. I I like. I mean, I got in trouble online for asking the internet if you were going to the Eras tour, like what song you would take a bathroom break for because i'm like the show's three hours like i can't hold it for that long um people are like yes you can wear a diaper <laughs> it's like okay but i oh can. that's giving cults that's giving cults yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, no. oh i had <laughs> i i actually just <laughs> i kind of made that video because i just wanted to put something out there but i didn't want to stir the pot too much um but of course yeah. like 
you know, I had Swifties being like, this is your privilege talking that you would even get tickets and that you would go and that you would miss. So I'm like, I asked a question that is theoretical. Um, (laughs) I think anything from her first album, if I'm being honest, I mean, there are a couple songs on her first album that I love, but like first album, when she starts going into that, I'd be like, yeah, okay, we're going to take a bathroom break. Oh yeah, I don't know. I that's as much as like her and I are in a fight right now through <laughs> our personal personal relationship. I I was following along from the early days. Like I was lime wiring those songs when you know we're like kind of the same age. So I feel connected to the early album, but Oh, so um, you feel okay, got you. Okay. Yeah. What like, album I'm, do you feel least connected to? Red. I'm not a red girly. Oh, red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I would definitely take a bathroom break during red. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just not I it's too sad I don't need more sadness in my life like I'm yeah. trying to get but but that's neither here nor there um, yeah sorry that was a derailment my bad my no bad. that's me <laughs> regular listeners are like no don't worry it's it's me hi like there you I'm, go. I'm, yes I'm, yes this whole podcast is a non sequitur of a non sequitur but anyhow so so they're all screaming and Sandoval keeps going back to his line. It was one time. It was one. It doesn't matter if it and like you know, Lala says it doesn't matter if it was one or a hundred times. And he says, "Yes, it does." And this is like, I mean, we find out later that that was a lie. But but even we don't even have to find out later because we found out that they slept together on his lying timeline once, took a break, then started later. So it was never one time. And yeah. And I don't know, like, it's not like a punch card with an affair, like you do it five times and then it's a problem. The six times a problem, you know, like it's one time is a problem. Yeah, I, I that also I found really baffling that there was this fixation on the amount of times you sleep with someone. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, you did it once. It's done. Like it's it's you've already. And I actually really liked Lisa for speaking up on that she's like you've changed the parameters it's no longer a friendship you've slept with someone so it's like okay yeah yeah. so I know a lot of people were giving her shit because they were like she's she was too neutral but like that was the moment where I was like okay good Lisa's saying something we love um well I yeah it doesn't the number doesn't matter yeah like well also like I mean to me I I get I think I get what he's trying to do I think that he he knows he's completely in the wrong and he has no light to stand on. So he's coming up with this. He's crafting this story that makes it seem like it softens it in his mind. And so he's running with this tiny little detail that he's invented. And he's like, this is what we're going to yeah. go on. Like, this is how we're going to tell people, like, we're not as bad as you think. But it's like that even that, which is not true, even if it were true, wouldn't matter. But anyhow, even Andy then says, like, yeah, that was diabolical. Well, he says it's diabolical, talks about when she was asking about the whole intimacy, that infamous scene from the finale. And then we see a cut to the interview where she's saying that she encouraged him to reflect and see if he was happy as a, as a friend. Cause first and foremost, she wanted him to be happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. And I really was like, good job on Andy for saying the word diabolical. I don't think I've ever really heard him use such extreme language when because he's seen a lot of housewives do some crazy stuff. So for him to have said diabolical, I was like, oh, it's real bad girl. Oh, I, totally. Yes. And like, 
I do think, I mean, even Andy's like as shocked as kind of the rest of the world. Also, though, I feel like he's a little more comfortable sassing the um, Vanderpump Rules cast. I think like the, he fears more of the housewives. And with the Vanderpump Rules cast, he'll be like, come on, guys, like, you know, talk to them more like kids, which I think they kind of are to him. Yeah, this is true. I actually really agree with that. Um, yeah, no, that's true. A moment, though, where I felt like Andy became a bit of a kid, which was so funny, was when this was in part one where his when his cards fell and he's like guys my cards it was like such a my cards my cards you guys yeah (laughs) well I think he had to film like he had to film I think three reunions in a really short stretch of time like he had this one and I think New Jersey and then Summer House so yeah like that would be like an emotional hangover that I would need like a month to recover from If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. He is so rich. Like that was another thought I had when I saw him. I was like, he is just so, he's swimming in the money. What is his net worth? I have to see it. I'm so I don't sorry. know. It's no, please do because it's infinite. Like I, I, I don't understand how he has time or energy because he does like he does watch what happens live. He does a podcast. He produces all the housewives. Like, so I'm, it's saying that his net worth is fifty million and he has an annual salary of ten million. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That tracks. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. So we go down into this fight of Rick Hell saying, James and Lala, you fucked, you can't say anything. And they they get into this whole like mistress. I, I was quite worn down by this debate of like, what is a mistress? Yeah. And I was, or I wasn't. But when she did say like, I was misled, I had no idea. Like Amber, you know, Randall's ex-wife is one of my best friends. I remember her going after Amber, like at the time, like I remember this in real time. So I, was like what did she actually say and so i pulled up i pulled up the um the instagram caption that she posted one of them that she posted at the time 
Caption, when his baby mama wants to be a somebody but as basic and boring as they come, she doesn't even get invited on a press tour. Honey, watch me rock the rocks. Like Lala said that she said that she she posted an Instagram cap uh, an Instagram of like her just a close up of j- jewels that she was wearing on her hand like a bunch of like sparkly Aww. rings and then and then like I think tagged Amber like maybe just directed like obviously was at Amber um yeah now they're friends I'm really glad they're working together but I was like l- like what 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 is stopping Lala from just saying like yeah I really fucked up when I was younger like I really did fuck up and like but let's move on but she's still she's now kind of doing this going back and be like no I had no idea I never knew yeah I feel like there's um I mean let's put it simply it's a cast full of liars do you know what I mean like yeah. that it makes yeah. for great television they were saying Tom and Raquel are deceitful of course they were but the rest of them are liars and cheaters. And I love when Andy said that in part two. It's like they've all done terrible shit. But because Raquel and Tom, it's just like what they did was so egregious that it's like, oh, we're all saints now. We're all saints because you've done the worst possible thing. You know what I mean? Yes. No, absolutely. Yeah. They, like, I'm glad Andy brought it up. And like, I was both happy and kind of like, okay, but, you know, Ariana kissing Tom in the pool in their like 10 years ago does not equate to the scandal, the seven month affair. Not that he was saying that, but it felt somewhat almost implied like, well, you've all done things. And it's like, yes, and they're not equivalent things. But, you know, now we're just getting into like the weeds here. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Um, obviously, there's degrees and differences. Um, but at the same time, there is a part of me, and please don't drag me for this, people that are listening. It's like Tom cheated. I mean, obviously, the whole Kristen thing, it's like not the same thing. It is not the same thing. But that small thing that he did, to me, revealed a bit of his character. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it was like... For Ariana's sake, it's like, girl, you should have never gone near that man. You saw what he was doing to Kristen. We are all realizing as a society that we were gaslit by Tom Sandoval for a decade um, and that he completely made Kristen out to be crazy Kristen. And Kristen was right. Justice for Kristen, justice for Miami girl. That's what we're really hashtag, hashtag justice for <laughs> justice for Miami girl. <laughs> Seriously, yes. Um, yes. I've I've been called. I think we probably don't need this, but I've been calling for like her to be like. I I would would have loved if she was maybe like brought out at the reunion and just like given a you know given an apology. But we probably exactly. I think she's probably like wanting to be far far away from this. We then go on to well first we see like to me it was like just a little palate cleanser every time they then flip to the trailer um with like Allie in her fancy little dress and like Brock and Shane in their cozies I don't know it just made me like feel comforted like it was like a moment of respite no sure absolutely um but there was also a part of me that was like what the hell is Allie doing with her life that she's watching her man behave like this and then she's still with him like it's that whole reunion that three-part reunion should have been like a red flag for Allie do you know what I mean that this is how this man behaves under pressure and then Brock I also think character wise has some questionable spots yeah 
So to me, I'm like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I agree it was a palate cleanser, but I, those were my thoughts when I saw them in the trailer. I was like, what are you guys doing right now? <laughs> well, I think I'm, to me, like, Allie wants to be on TV and that's her, like, MO. And I don't fault her for that. Like, I really think that she, to me, that's my interpretation of, like, why she's looking past the red flags. I think she was a fan of the show. She wanted to be honest. She got on it. And I'm like, all right. But she's not interesting. Like, let's say her and James break up, which will probably happen at some point. No offense. Like, she's not really, like, I never see a scene with her and go, I'm seeing personality. I'm seeing charisma. It's like with Lala, Katie, all, we're seeing something. Give me something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Oh, God. I was going to say I'm playing to be devil's advocate i hate that expression i hate when people play do it do it do it i don't find her to be compelling but tell me tell me why do you think she's compelling well it's almost like it's not even that she's so compelling but it's kind of that like when the volume is at like a tent like there's the lala and james who are always like yelling and they're always like going off and going crazy um and you kind of need like like in a tableau how you need all different heights like to make it like an interesting image like oh i understand what you're kind of like yeah yeah, or like she's foil yeah, like how you like in between courses at a restaurant, like you'll have like bread just to like, you know, have something neutral. It's sort of like balances yeah. every, the intensity of everything else out. Like to me, that's Allie where I don't mind her. Like we had Raquel was there and just kind of quiet and not saying much. That's fair. Yeah. You're like, okay, we need we need a foil. We need someone who's just not always screaming. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, you have like Katie's not always screaming. Like you have, I don't know. I just like the different. different But Katie is like vicious and she'll say the meanest shit to someone in like a low kind of just like in a regular voice. And and it's crazy. Like, you know, so she doesn't even need to yell to be like to say something incredibly mean. (laughs) No, no, she no, she's so good. She's so good at that. And now we're seeing that from Ariana too. And and that's the side of her that I'm really happy to see. Like we're gonna get yeah. to see that side emerge in season eleven. Is like she's been in Tom's shadow for the better part of a decade, and now we're gonna get to see her like on her own and also being cutting and vicious when she needs to, which is like incredible. Uh, yeah, I think uh, her outfit was a fire, and I also just uh, she had some great lines. She was very funny. Yeah, she would just interrupt with all these great lines. Yeah, no, she was great. And uh, yeah, actually, speaking of, so right next we get into Andy t- asking about the whole Schwartz and Raquel hookup, and that's when Katie, yeah, she goes, "I think she's a cunt, and I think you're drunk, and that's what happened." And it's like, yeah, yeah. Katie has been using the word "cunt" a lot, and I am not mad at it. At whatsoever <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and this also that whole situation made me not like tom as much shorts sorry shorts i was like oh dude what the hell you were really covering for this guy oh i can't it just stand- really hit me in the th- i can't stand schwartz and i think he's evil um on the same level as tom sandoval and I think, oh, really? Yeah, I think that he loves to be little dopey Eeyore boy and he's, oh, geez, oh, shucks, oh, me. But then he yeah, yeah. is so, the the fact is that he's not spineless. Like he acts spineless, but when it comes to attacking women, he has no hesitation with it. He has no hesitation calling Katie a bitch, insulting Lala's appearance, like going for the lowest blows. Uh, but when it comes to standing up to Tom, he's, 
then completely has no backbone. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Like he's gone. Um, he goes after women with no hesitation. He's poured drinks on them. Like I, I think even if you pour, if you're a man, you pour a drink on a woman even like one time. That's really bad. We've seen him pour drinks on women multiple times on this show. So he did it to Katie. I know that. And then who did he? he did who it, else did he, he pour? Stassi in season one. He on her birthday, he poured a beer over her head. Okay, gosh, you. I just, okay. I we just did a recap of like that episode, like v- Vegas with a Vengeance, when she goes to like Vegas for her birthday. Um, and it's a very confusing scene with a lot happening, but he pours a beer over Stassi's head, and like he just that is who Tom Schwartz is, and and I'm just, I, I'm in a in like a renaissance of being like actually he is a bad person, and I think that of the three Musketeers, like him jackson sandoval i think he's the smartest but i think he uses his smarts for for bad for for bad things yeah i agree with that yeah yeah i definitely agree with that yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no i agree with that for sure like saying to your wife like i hate the sound of your voice um That's so mean like yeah. remember remember when like even when katie like he was horrible to her consistently throughout and and like even for her to just say like oh she didn't like this car co- this prank with the cops and he's like i'm the least like you're the most disgusting person i'm not attracted to you at all like saying things like saying things like that that is like a scar those are like scarring things to say to someone i i will say in defense of schwartz that was the dynamic of their marriage was she would say insane shit to him and then he would also say insane shit back does that justify his actions of course not he like just because someone says something nasty to you doesn't mean you should but it almost seems like that was the toxicity of their relationship was that we would say insanely horrible shit to the other person yeah no and true and like katie is no saint like that that is clearly like they were in love with that toxicity like in love with like fighting because it was never good between them and we're still seeing them bickering now and like i'm over it i don't i'm not actually it's not even entertaining for me anymore like i agree that we had the final blow in the Sir Alley. And I'm like, I don't want to see you guys even talking to each other because it starts, you both start whining and it, it like, I'm, yeah, let, let's get something new here. Like, bring in a yeah. new satchel or something. Like, I don't need to see bring this. Bring in anymore. a new satchel. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that was enter- that was something different. Like, I was very compelled by that. So, like, let's, you know, let's do more, let's lean into that, that direction. But no, I. What do you think of, Sorry to interrupt. What do you oh. think of the future of their whole dog custody situation? Oh my to me, God. I'm like, one person, you just got to decide. Someone's getting the dog. Stop bringing it back and forth. Okay, well, I've been, okay, so I've been saying this throughout my, the recaps where I, I don't trust Schwartz to look after the dogs on his own responsibly. When you have a dog, you're out for the night, you go out for dinner, and then you're, and then it's like, oh, do you want to go to this bar after? And it's like, no, I have to go home and like let the dogs out. You know, like I don't, for someone who gets so blackout drunk that he ends up like at a completely different resort and like comes back at six in the morning, like I don't trust him to let Gordo and Butters out to pee in a timely manner. And I'm just, yeah, I'm a little suspicious. I'm like, Katie, take the dogs, take the dogs away. Yeah, yeah, I, I just think that's not sustainable. And also, it's like a weird way that they've now they're just staying in each other's lives when they don't. But all, granted, I don't know what it's like to have dogs and you know, take care of them. So maybe that is a necessary step, but 
Girl, there's a part of me that's like, just the dogs have to stay with one person. Yeah, I mean, I I have a dog and like, but I'm not, I'm just not a big partier, but I know that that's the time, like when there are parties, like that, the dog question of like, okay, we have to figure this out beforehand. And Schwartz is not only partying, but he's opening a bar and he's out every night. And I'm just like... Look, let's think let's let's think of the dogs first. Let's put the dogs first and their needs and I'm you know what? I'm just suspicious that their needs are <laughs> that's that's my that's my soapbox. No, I agree with you. I agree. With their you. whole like weekly transfer of dogs is kind of like similar to their like we're going to try to be best friends. I'm like, guys, let's let's cut the cord here. Yeah. yeah Enough I agree. It. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, neither here nor there. And I know they had to film together, so it's different than if you're just in a regular divorce. But but anyhow, so then going back to the reunion. So now there's this debate going on of whether Raquel was over the whole Lala and James cheating thing or whether she had weaponized it to serve her argument. But at this point, I'm like, Lala, she found out a week earlier. Like, again, Please refer to when I said how much I I love to dissociate. I especially love to do it when I'm stressed out. And Law was like, "You were completely over it. I know for sure." I'm like, "What? The day and the week after? Like, no, she wasn't. She just wasn't. She was just deer in headlights, not showing you her emotion. Like that. I was like, let let's be logical here. Yeah, I did think that was that was a weird moment. It was like she was almost trying to absolve herself of blame. Yeah. Well, even on the show, like, even before we were in, like, Scandal mode, she was like, sweetie, get over it. And it's like, she just found out. She's like, yeah, it happened years ago. And she's like, yeah, but you just told her 48 hours ago. So, like, I would. Yeah, I did think, yeah, to me, that made me look at Lala a little differently. I was like, girl, at least have some room for compassion. Just, like, just a little bit. I know what she did is super egregious, but, like, yeah, telling someone to get over it is is pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Lala, like, I've been basically, like, 100%, like, just anti-Lala this this season. I've been really annoyed with her. And then I, I've, uh, in order to, you know, for research's sake, I've been listening to her podcast and I've been listening to her talk and just really thinking about the fact that, like, throughout all this, she can't, she's in a legal battle with Randall and she can't, yeah. um, she can't talk about what's going on with that. And and just thinking about, like, the heartbreak of, like, sh- she has to give her kid to this guy half the time to a guy who allegedly has had um, allegations, like, n- on, t- on top of all the money stuff and all the everything else, like, he has allegations of being a pedophile, allegedly, allegedly, like, but I am yeah. like, I'm like, well, pff, the documentary about him was the very tip of the iceberg and there's so much more. And so just thinking about, like, that heartbreaking situation, like, I do get why she's being annoying right now. Yeah, I I did. Also, I'm not going to lie. It's just something about Randall's face from the beginning. I never trusted. You know what I mean? No, he was like, it's (laughs) he was like a weird face. I can't describe it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was a sleazy, sleazy producer who even like they, they showed a flashback to it briefly. But like when she was in that scene with Stassi like talking about oh like we do this role play where I'm an actress and I'm like desperate and like Stassi was looking at her wide eye like do you understand what you're saying right now like that like but that's also what happened and like we do you do you get it like <laughs> what you're revealing she's like yeah and then, then I had a PJ in a Range Rover and like 
it's like okay law like i think everyone saw that and then so now it is a bit hard to always buy the like i'm just a girl from just lauren from utah like i didn't know any better like i think I wish he could just say, like, yeah, I got really swept up in, like, the money and the, like, glamorous lifestyle, and I turned a blind eye. Like, I just wish he could at least say that, because that's the most obvious thing, and not be like, I had absolutely no idea. I thought he was an upstanding man. Yeah, I think it's also, like, such a red flag when Stasi is like, girl, this is not, it's not okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's very telling when even she's like, you should really reevaluate. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's like, oh, that's some fun role playing and fun ways that you got together that's a that's normal um but yeah so when then we get into like schwartz and james are are fighting and that's what like james is putting his fingers in his ears and going like la, 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 la. like yeah i think that's what we're all i think we're all just like come okay enough enough yeah although yeah. when lisa turned to him and said james if you don't shut up we'll be here for two days i was like lisa i wouldn't mind actually if you were there for two days like what we where's your interest in like we need a segment of talking about Vanderpump at Paris like we can do an extended reunion filming for this this season like I don't see the issue there <laughs> oh I love that yeah, yeah yeah I um but here's the thing like I know what it's like sometimes to to be on set for something girl those are long days and it's like so oh and then the cameras and you're in makeup and it's fun but if it has to be longer than the allotted time, then it's so brutal. Do you know what I mean? It's so brutal. Yeah. So I understood where she was coming from. Uh, and again, I understand why people don't like Lisa watching this reunion, but I thought she was right on the money with that. Okay, yeah. For Well, for that, I was like, yes, it's tiring, but it's like if you – like if you're a – reporter on politics and it's like election week you know like you know you're gonna have to be pulling some like late shit that's true it's yeah, sort of yeah, like that's fair it's like yeah, your fair. responsibility i don't know but like also whatever like they got what they needed out of the reunion uh it was a little bit the uh, in, an intensity that i understood but it was a bit overwhelming for me throughout but what what else do we expect yeah 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 no 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 that's fair that's fair yeah yeah uh, and as you said, she needed to plug Vanderpump à Paris. She needed to <laughs> plug it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. If we're not going to talk about Nicolaine's lamps, then I don't yeah. know. I don't, what are we even doing here? Like, yeah. we're not. What we're are not we? Getting... <laughs> <laughs> Romantic industrial. That's so great. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> they like stand to his lamps at one point? She's like, yes, that are over the set. Like. Or was that in my flip yeah. package? I was like, enough. <laughs> yeah, she really was plugging it. Yeah, yeah. She definitely told the Bravo producers, like, hey, no, get this together. And I think she is a producer on it, obviously. She is, yeah. No, Nicolay yeah, yeah. is her happy place for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. That and Jiggy. But anyway, or Harrison, whatever dog. No. The dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new dog. Yeah. 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 Um, but so then they're talking about this. Um, how they're spotted at the Abbey, how the whole, this whole spotted the Abbey business. And like Sandoval, like I actually, I just watched the extended cut and Sandoval's like bold. He's like boldly lying. He's like, no, we were out with everyone. We were, we were there with James, his dad and Allie. And Allie's like, no, no, that's the whole point. What I said, we walked in and saw you. I was with James and his dad and we walked in and we're like, saw you two alone. He's like, no, we were there with Allie. It's like, no, Allie saw you. Why are you even, all this is documented, sir. 
Yeah, I did think that was weird too. I was like, this isn't helping them. This is, yeah, they got a, they should have gotten better PR people. Yeah, yeah, that um, wasn't a good moment. No, no. So then they get into this whole like open relationship rumor and yeah. it's just, it's a lot more um, like exhausting, like Sandoval's going on with the, you know, um, the whole I, it was only one time it's bizarre and um I, and then he turns to Raquel and he he asks like where she's been staying and like um if if she's been hanging out with Tom and this is when she does this like I mean she's not doing herself any favors for any of this point but she talks about how she confided in Tom and then she does the like I don't know if you watch with cap- captions but it says like blows raspberry like she does the like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like yeah. I was a people pleaser, I was like, I was like, okay, that's the sound I make when I'm like done the work day and I've had like one unpleasant email. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that was. But see, that's what I mean. It's the thing that we were talking about earlier. Arrested development. It's giving high school. It's giving. I'm a teenager still. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like she said, you know, she said I was a people pleaser, but I started only pleasing myself. I'm like that. It's too much. She shouldn't have said that either. I was like, girl. Yeah, well, like time and like, place. It's like when someone's walking in front of you slowly on the street. Like, yeah, probably if we were like all living with like our reptile brains, like you would just like knock them to the ground, like keep walking. Like that's fully acting on like any little animal instinct. Like that's what she was basically doing. That's not what not being a people pleaser is. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you. I was like, girl, it's like her job and Tom's job was to show up to that reunion because it's so fresh and was just to take a beating. Yeah. Don't try to justify, literally take the beating and then just say sorry. And then just listen to everything everyone has to say. Cause it's too soon to say all of this stuff and justify it. And I'm a people pleaser. Like they, no one wants to hear any of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. They couldn't, they couldn't do it. No. So then, so that's when Ariana says like, look, my dog just died. I cried in your arms. Yes. Like, you fucking yeah. psychopath. You're, and then it's perfect. She's like, you're a dementor because I know you love Harry Potter. Like, yeah. Like, yes. yeah. And then says that I hope Charlotte haunts you. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, I would like to sick my dead relatives more on people. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, work smarter, not harder. Like, I know... I have some relatives. I know some relatives will be up to it. Um, and so I'm just like, that is actually, that's incredible. And maybe an example we should all be following for situations of this magnitude. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. That To me, I was like, she's obviously incredibly angry. She's going to be angry for a long time. And uh, just let her be angry, you know? So when that moment came and Lisa was like, well, I hope some of us can find forgiveness and compassion and i was like girl this ain't it she's going through the stages of grief and she's at anger right now she's not trying to hear anything you know what i mean well that was when she yeah, ended. Yeah. that was when it ended and andy turned to her and looked so deeply in her eyes and it just like it made me think of like when you're out with like someone who you're close to and they're like really embarrassing themselves and you're just like let's go like you're like smiling you're like please stop like screaming at them with eyes like oh and he was like, wait did andy look at lisa when she said that she said she she said um 
she said, oh, we just need time. We need forgiveness and compassion. Yeah. He like, he turned her and said, I think what we need is more time. But he turned like his full body to her and was looking at her and like, I didn't, we, you just only saw mostly her face, but it just really felt like that moment yeah. when you're like with your, or your crazy relative and you're like, okay, let's go now. Like that's, yeah. that's enough. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's just done. Yeah. To um, me, I was like, yeah, Ariana had a lot of really great angry lines and I was like, yeah, it makes sense. She's really pissed. Yeah. Uh, and then just her telling Tom, I wish you nothing but the worst. I said, all right, girl, oh, let it out. I know. Yeah. No, she was pulling up like this. Her lines were like, I, I would argue like as inspired as like Alanis Morissette, like Jagged Little Pill, like, just, <laughs> like, like art, art. I was like, yes, Ariana. Yeah, she goes on. They they both say that they're in love with each other. super awkward. And Ariana says, like, you're yeah. rotten, you're a moldy piece of fruit, you're nothing, like, let that sink yeah. in. And that's when, okay, this this is where I'm curious to hear her thoughts, because then Raquel walks off for water, and Lisa goes, I think she did well. It's like, Lisa, I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> to me, Lisa's like, I'm like, did she take a bunch of Xanax? Like, I'm not, I'm sorry, allegedly, whatever, but, like, also, I'm like, she, that was what she was kind of giving me, was, like, slightly pilled out. <laughs> Yeah, my girl Lisa, I love Lisa, uh, but she was, yeah, there there were so many moments where she was um, out of touch. And I think maybe that was intentional because it was her way of kind of diffusing the tension. I think that's that's really what I thought she was doing. I don't think she actually thought uh, yeah. Raquel did that well. Well, yeah, like, and even, well, because the, then she goes on to, they, they come back for their break and, and they're they're talking about how Schwartz co-signed the lie of like Raquel sleeping over on jacuzzi night and Lisa goes Schwartz was probably passed out on the couch I'm like okay Lisa you were not there and also it doesn't matter where he slept like it's not like yeah. oh little, little Schwartzy I'm like Lisa this is the pills talking to me or whatever is going on here but this is not that does not absolve anything <laughs> Oh, I, I don't know if this is coming up, but what would you think of, and we can talk about this later, I don't know what the order is, would you think of that moment when Lisa was talking to Tom and they weren't, you know, it was kind of backstage and she was like, you need to really say sorry. And I, I think that, uh, I, I think that Tom does his little crocodile tears whenever Lisa's around and it's, it's disgusting because he said in that moment, she said like, you need to sh say you're sorry. And she was right. You need to show humility. And he just goes, I just wish I could have a talk just me and Ariana. And it's like, you did. And you yelled at her the whole time. We saw it that you had your, I will say this. Yeah. The, he definitely did yell at her. I didn't think their talk was productive at all. But I will say this, and this is a thought I had before cheating, before the whole scandal thing. Mm -hmm. I always felt like the way Ariana spoke to Tom when she was angry was really like mean and condescending. And then she would also do that in public in front of like his friends. I'm not saying that justifies the cheating. Absolutely not. Whatever. Like I absolutely not. But it's like she's also kind of a scary person to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Ari like, you know. I I feel like yeah I I can't like I I can't take my my bias out of this which is just like the the like really kind of like egotistical like narcissistic people that I've dated in my past like 
the, my whole view of Ariana is painted by the fact of like remembering like truly what a bitch I was in those relationships. Like it, and, and like, I kind of felt like I sort of like, it, it really like brought it out in me. And this isn't to say like, oh, this absolves her. Yes or no. It's just like, I just see myself like so strongly through her and I, and like the Tom, the Tom, the Sandoval's that I've dated before in my youth. Yeah. And, and so I get like rage and I'm like, yeah, I was, I was not super pleasant <laughs> a lot of the time and yeah. like almost, almost unrecognizable. So I kind of, I just like, yeah, I, I have so much kind of endless empathy also because she talked so much about how she came directly like from an abusive relationship like into dating Tom and so I just am like kind of like out of the frying pan like into this whole other like toxic dynamic like toxic in a way that like was it we weren't we weren't recognizing like Schwartz and Katie very clear to see you don't need to be a relationship counselor it was always bad but theirs was always bad in like you know when he was trying to get into like doing her cocktail book and he was like i can't believe you're writing a cocktail book everyone says i shouldn't she's like you stupid fucking bitch like yeah like she was being really rude but like it's like a chicken and egg like he was always diminishing her accomplishments that's true yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah i don't know i yeah i forgot about that moment i didn't know he uh yeah like i just i i just think about like if like if your partner is not like your cheerleader and is instead being like, well, what about me? Like, the, I I don't know. It, it's just, it's that's so, fair. yeah. But anyhow, that's, by the way, I know we're going a bit over time. Do you have a few more minutes? To yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Let, let's do okay. a couple more minutes. Okay. Then, okay. We'll try to, yeah, we'll try to wrap it up. So basically we get it. We get more lies from Tom. No, they didn't sleep in their home together, which we know they did. Sandoval cries about how none of his friends reached out to him and they made memes. I'm like, it's bravo, bro. Like, I've, you know how many memes just since yesterday I've seen of like Charlotte, this is Charlotte haunting you and it's like a dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> people meme everything. And no, this you don't, true. you don't get people's sympathy right away. He doesn't get it. But then the whole like Halloween thing comes up. And I love how that activates Lisa. Like, She's like, we need compassion. But then she's like, what? Halloween? You dressed as Raquel for Halloween? Oh, that was a great moment. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, I was like, she snapped right back into yeah. logic same, and reasoning. Yeah, same with the lightning bolt. Le- no, le- like the ne- lightning bolt necklace. She's like, this in my mind written some pageant. Like, that's when she really, <laughs> she's, now everyone's triggered. <laughs> that was crazy the halloween that was like yeah they were yeah it's yeah yeah no 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 that was so because it made it more than just cheating it was like we're we're actually as andy said being diabolical and flaunting it and like i don't know if raquel just has like a limited vocabulary but when she says like oh they ask like what you thought about that and she's like oh yeah i was cringing so hard it's like cringing like what that's yeah, it's giving when I limited see, vocabulary. Yeah. When I see like photos of myself in high school, I cringe. Like cringing. What do you? That's not a. That's not a. I was cringing. Like that's like a. Yeah, that's when I'm like, maybe on the verge of going to a psychiatric institution, which she went to like right after this. So. Oh, know. she did. Yeah, she did say she was getting evaluated. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. I mean, there's debate about that, but I. I don't know. That's where she claimed to have gone. I think that. She, 
probably spent has been at least some of that time in the facility if not all of it i don't know doesn't really matter but that's when we that's when we get into the line of ariana says you were sleeping with me after you slept with raquel and then tom sandoval says the line that shook america (laughs) the world yeah you kept your t-shirt on it was really hot and i just oh that's what really it's got so me. sad because she said that she had body image issues so obviously that's why she kept the t-shirt on and then so for him to have said that it was like oh it's a slap in the face on two levels yeah and because she said later like tom would never like she said this on another podcast like tom would never compliment her and she already had insecurities and like and he was also never around so she was feeling insecure about their relationship like not to mention like you're dating the hottest woman that's like america's crush like he's just going for he's like drowning and like at that point where he's about to go under and he's just grasping at like anything that he can like he's trying to drag her down with him and it's not working yeah that was um that that was like a good character reveal do you know what i mean Oh my god, I know, I know, and like it yeah. made me, it made me want to like bring back like medieval contraptions, like you know that wooden thing where people would have their their hands and their head like stuck in it, and you would yeah, just yeah. Have to, like, stay there and like throw tomatoes. Like, I'm like I think that would at least warrant that, like one of the more gentle like medieval contraptions. Like, let's bring it back, you know, let's get back yeah, to tradition. Just no, <laughs> no, no shame. No, no shame. Truly no shame backstage um i i go back and forth all the time i don't know about you about whether raquel is smart or not i can't tell but there's all this like schmutz on sandoval's face and she like wipes it off and then wipes it on his suit on his black suit there's all these little white oh, i didn't notice she did wipe it on it yeah, yeah i thought she was just kind of dusting it off he has like tissue oh. i think he's been wiping his face he has bits of tissue and then she wipes it on the lapel of his jacket and i was just like uh, and they like they have this weird i was just like i don't maybe she's not that smart i don't know but they have this weird laugh together like he says how could we not lie about this like well there's many ways but oh yeah that was a weird moment and then her laughing and it was like a good hearty laugh and she said something like we're the worst people ever or something and then they laugh i'm like i remember there was a- something where they yeah yeah wasn't it was wasn't a look a i don't know no, it, it was something like that. It was just a painful look into like, oh, this is what it's like when you guys are hanging out together. Like it's, this is yeah, deeply stimulating conversation between the you two yucks. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like weird laugh. It was just, everything's, everything's off and kind of cursed about this union. Yeah. Th- I mean, I think it's so painfully clear that she shouldn't date him. Like you don't need a psychiatrist or a therapist to tell you that. Yeah. So I hope she doesn't be- continue. Well, she's really isolated and I think that's what he wanted I think but I, I think that's genuinely I think that that's his his way of, of living his life and but anyhow we'll we'll see how this pans out I think when when we get to the, the her confession which actually you know let's let's skip to now because we we talked about um we talked about Lisa asking for forgiveness and Andy being like mm, okay Okay, let's settle down. But when we get to now, let's get to briefly her Rachel's final confessional at the end, like it ends on her kind of exhaling and like halfway through it just ends. And I think I feel like they're getting really artsy with the edits and it's kind of to it's this very like 
mid breath like but this whole situation is still mid breath like it's still unfolding every day yeah they're um, so milking it like the fact that there's going to be a secrets revealed episode after i'm like girl you're you're really making us wait you know what i mean but um i know, I know. and i'm here for every moment of this sick ride i can't get off until they've released me i'm like please let me go but i will be there next week with bells no i will be there next week absolutely i'm also dying to see ariana's reaction to the secrets revealed episode like yeah. how does ariana feel about everything that raquel has said in her solo like in her confessional yeah, or I don't even know if we're going to get that. I, I don't know. I they, they know. I think they know that they upset the fandom with this, like, this reveal that wasn't that revealing. But, but yeah, let's let's talk about it. So we have this, this, uh, I was going to say interrogator. <laughs> it's a producer, but it, I like how they- The they producer talk. did a fabulous job getting to the bottom of, like, some of these truths. And this is what I've been saying. Like, this is the future of reality TV that I would like to see where they break the fourth wall. I want to see more involvement from production. I'm fine with them leaving that in. Like, I would like that to happen more regularly because that's what they're like. They're provoking them to get a a conversation started and then they talk and they just show show the talking. But I'm fine with the behind the scenes. I kind of like it. It was great because then you got to see um, the producer basically get her to admit that they hooked up in the house she's like i don't want to say it and then proceeds to say it do you know what i mean yeah 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 exactly she she talks about how they're they're lying because he feels it would be less hurtful then she says you know it became a regular thing in mexico she says he was drunk looking for his room that was the night that they were all they were all rolling like i don't know if you like again allegedly that was to me they were all on on it and bma something equivalent but i'm like which would also kind of like feed in more to why it, it the second time happened this night um uh, because she said he was like wandering the hallways and i'm like man being being in a hotel like sober kind of sometimes makes me feel like i'm on drugs being in the hallway like, it's very disorienting yeah yeah so. yeah, yeah um but For sure but, that, but yeah like it, it happened then she lies about them meeting the family the the producer keeps pushing on that. That's when she says she wanted to be a throuple with them. Lies oh. about, you know, lies about jacuzzi night because it's a bad look, quote unquote. And then just her lying about St. Louis and then them cutting to a photo of them in St. Louis. I was like, girl. I know. And like, and then, you know, she she breaks down. She shows the like very brief glimpse of emotion we get, which is, her confessing that while Ariana was at her grandmother's funeral, they were fucking in her bed, basically. And it's like, God, like. Yeah, I think it was very telling to be like, oh, the quietest, most quote unquote innocent looking person is the one that now has taken part in like some truly diabolical. I love that. that that's the word of the of the season. Diabolical shit. Um yeah, I, I just a cartoon I, villain. Yeah, and I, I don't know how they're gonna recover from this. Like, what does Raquel do after this? What does I mean? I, I wonder how Tom Tom's doing as a restaurant. Yikes. Yeah, well, I think Tom Tom is doing fine. I don't think Schwartz and Sandy's is doing fine. San, Schwartz says it is, but I think he has to keep up appearances. I don't think it's gonna survive. Yeah, yeah. I think because also, you know, 
yeah, and Lisa and Lisa being neutral and somewhat defending Tom. It's like she was trying to secure the bag because she knows that she went into business with these guys. So, mm-hmm. but at the, he is yeah, a business the, partner. I mean, is he that? I'm even questioning that because she said that they invested fifty grand, and then she gave it back so they could invest it into Schwartz's day. So I'm like, are they even a part of it? Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Here's a question. Do you think Raquel is diabolical or do you think the show made her this way? Do you think it took 10, however many seasons that she's been on the show? Do you mean like the people on the show or like the premise? No, no, Raquel specifically. Do you think she was diabolical from Jump or do you think the show slowly but surely, like reality TV after a certain point will destroy destroy your character? so just the premise of being on the show made her this way. I I think that there was like a very deep like wound like of her soul um before before she went on the show. I don't think it would have I don't know because I think I I said this like the other week and I was like okay this is taking too far but now I've heard other people saying it that it, it does remind me a bit of the Manson family murders and how like Basically, Charles Manson just managed to convince a bunch of, like, very, very vulnerable, lost, isolated hippies to, like, kill yeah. someone. And they were and, – and I just think that, like, they were at the wrong place, wrong time of and very broken and very vulnerable. So I kind of feel like Raquel is one of those people because Charles Manson met – perfect hundreds, storm. He met hundreds of people. They came to his ranch and they came and went. But only, like, five – stuck around for the murders and so i just kind of feel like raquel is one of those people who would have stuck around Mm, so it's like a perfect storm of things it's like okay she's already a wounded person she's now being given the opportunity she's surrounded by diabolical people and then is now given an opportunity for it to like come out is that what you're saying yeah yeah like if she stayed in wherever in arizona like maybe she could have met someone who is just on the same shitty level as as sandoval and gotten wrapped up in that um or not like i think it's that's true actually yeah 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 Yeah. it's a good but i do think reality tv i I think like 99 percent of it is for sure her own character but i do think there might be one percent where it's like reality tv does make people crazy Okay, you're actually being on a reality. Yeah, no, no, you're making me think like I'm kind of changing my answer now because I think that you're right. Reality TV makes people crazy. And I think also something about the cameras, I think also might have activated pageant mode, like where it's like I'm putting on a show. Everyone gets their points and I need to win like that. I think like it's too similar to like being on a stage and you have to win no matter what. Yeah, I, I do. Th- yeah, I, I do think there might be. I mean, obviously, I'm not absolving her, so please don't come at no, me, no, no. listeners. But I am saying, reality TV does make people crazy. I just feel like, yeah, yeah. I think I think it pours gasoline on a pre like a fire that was already existing. Like maybe a control exactly, burn, and then it just like like it. It doesn't. There you go. It can't. It can't make you like do something that's not already like somewhere within you. But but yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, at the for same sure. time, yeah, it definitely like makes everything about your nature like worse. Um, okay, this was so fantastic. Thank you so much for sticking we did it. extra time. We did it. My God, whoo! I need a pump teeny or something, or like I don't even. A pump. <laughs> 
<laughs> not you promoting her products. This is great. Vanderpump <laughs> wines. A Vanderpump rosé. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's great. Okay, please, please plug your stuff again. I want everyone to... Let's do it. Yeah, I want everyone to see um, your comedy. Also to see you live if you can. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Guys, June 25th, Seattle, Washington. Come and see me. Ticket link in my bio on all social media platforms. So mm-hmm. it's uh, Holdo Comedy. So that's H-O-O-D-O Comedy. All one word. Um, yeah, and come see me live. And if you're in a city that is not Seattle and you want me to come, then f- fill out that form that's also click the link in the bio. Click, it's all all link in the bio, you know, and let me know what city you're in because I do want to go on tour. It's something that I want to do. And a goal of mine next year is to come out with a stand-up special. So obviously in order to come out with a stand-up special, you have to go on the road. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something that I, w- I want to do. And I want to see all y'all come out, come out. This is oh, gonna be fuck fun. yeah. I see this for you because you're already like you're on your way. I'm very excited. I, I um, appreciate it. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank oh my you. God. And then I could be like, I had her on my podcast. Like, no big deal. Like, it's fine. We love <laughs> next time I'm on, I'll I'll be promoting a stand-up special. It'll be great. You'll be flying in on the PJ right into the <laughs> Yeah, there you go. PJ. <laughs> Actually, I think, you know, I'm gonna be a rich person that cares about the planet. So uh, I'm going to do first class. I'm going to be brave. I'm going to be brave. And I'm only going to fly first class. Like, super brave. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. That's what... Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. This was fantastic. Well, thank and you. Everything, I appreciate it. Yeah. Everything will be in the episode description. Go check it out. Thanks. Welcome, yes. 